And now, the right reasons. Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Welcome to the right reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. I really want to talk about Married at First Sight. If you're not watching Married at First Sight, you're missing out on learning about yourself through the failure of other people. <laughs> Also, it's just like, it's like a human horror show. I just can't, well, I can't look away, but it's so, everything's happening. I'm just like, why, people? Why are you doing everything this? Everything is falling apart. Everything. Okay, let's start with uh, Ryan and Jessica. They're living together in Brooklyn. And not a, speaking to each other. Not speaking. Okay, so they had they had to do laundry this week. I could do 45 minutes on this couple alone. They're just so upsetting and baffling. Like, why are they doing this? Anyway, so they have to, they're not speaking. I, I missed last let's, week. Let's just back up a little bit. In case you're not watching the show, this is basically three couples that get married where they meet at the altar and they get married and they have like six weeks to figure out whether or not they want to annul the marriage or continue with the marriage forever. Correct. They move in together. Uh, Ryan and Jessica have been living together for about three weeks and they can't stand each other. Okay. So they're not speaking. The only thing, it's not because they can't stand each other and they fight. They like, they hate each other so much they're not talking. For example, they both had to do laundry. So they go to a laundromat, like which seems to be like downstairs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ryan goes to the back to drop up his laundry to have them do it for him. Great move, by the way. Always do that. It's, it's not, not that, that expensive. expensive. For real. <laughs> it doesn't cost that much more. It really and if doesn't. you start to give, like, if you start to value your own time, because it takes you like three hours to do laundry. The only reason people don't do it, and I've learned this, Women don't like other people touching their underwear. And you can't be sure they're going to separate your colors from your whites. I don't even care. Okay, but that's the thing. Like, if you do, if you do care about that, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, I've never had a washer dryer like in my home that was free. I cannot wait for the day where I'm, I like am baller enough for that. So it's a modest dream, I think. Wait, what do you want? A, a washer dryer in my home that's free. Like where I live now, it's fifty cents. That's a load. not baller, Julia. I know it's a modest dream. That's all I want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's yeah. all I want in life. Then you're setting the bar so low. Well, then I'll be able to reach it and be have a happy <laughs> Good for life. You. Good for you. So anyway, um, Ryan drops us off, and it's like a narrow walkway full of machines. And mm-hmm. laundromats are kind of like inherently a little bit sad. Like there's a lot of yes. movie scenes where it's just like, oh, laundromat. And just it's like, just it's just got this sort of like redundantness and like yeah. the noise, the droning it's sort of not, hum. No one's happy in a laundromat. No, it's not a place that you like just think of like where dreams come true. Yeah. Unless you're me and it's a personal laundromat in your own <laughs> <Exactly>. home. <laughs> anyway, so Jessica opts to like do wait, her. Wait, where's this place called again? The laundromat? Yeah, I call it that too. Laundromat. Laundromat. But it's laundromat. Yeah, it's laundromat. I say laundromat. Okay. I think everybody does. I say oh. Like, okay, let's move on though. Sure. So Jessica's doing her own laundry, and like he basically like he's as close to her as possible without actually like touching her, and they just like ignore each other. Full stop. Like he yes. just walks out of the place, doesn't say bye, doesn't say see you at home, just leaves like completely, and. It's so sad. Like you hear her like giving the testimonials. Like I want to make it work. Like I'm. I it's just. It's so sad. But what I don't get is why she wants to make it work. It's been three weeks. It's why? Not- do you, yeah, great point. Why do you want to make it work? This guy's an asshole. Yeah, he's not nice. He's actually mean to her. Tell us what else happened this episode. That was just the tipping point. First of all, we're gonna get to the money controversy in a second. But one of my favorite things about Ryan is he puts up this guard, which is like a very male thing to do. I don't care. 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 He says I don't care a million times. He's like, so oh, you're emotional about it, but I don't care. So look at me. I don't care. Also. He spends the entire episode in an eggplant juicy suit. That was very strange. It's a, it is 2015. Like there was like probably a, a J Lo. I'm real. There the was way yeah. I there walk. was like a juicy suit era where it was probably acceptable to be a man in a juicy suit for like 
six months Bless. in like 2004. It was a very short window. You know what window. I mean? But in 2015, you cannot wear a magic velour suit. You just cannot do it. No, definitely not. Unless you're like an 80-year-old mobster in like Bensonhurst. Absolutely. Like, it's just not a good... Unless you're, like, in a mafia movie or something. Yeah. It's not a good idea. And so then they're fighting because... He's mad at her because... You're talking about the money thing? Yeah. Okay, this is this is good because when they get married and the guests that come to the wedding, one of the things people do is give money. Yeah, cash. So they've got this sort of, money, like, purse. Money, money, They've got a, a purse. Singing. Sorry, keep good. going. I like the singing. Don't <laughs> apologize. They've got this purse of money, money, money. And, uh... They agree that they're going to do something together with it, something which the two That's of them nice. will enjoy. Yeah. Allegedly, the accusation is that um, Ryan said he was, quote unquote, down on his money and took $100 out of it and for pocket money to walk around with. Right. Jess brings this up like he was stealing money from like their purse because he was down on money. Right. right? Now, if you're Ryan... It's insulting on two levels. Yeah. It's like you're insulting me of stealing from my own family, and you're also telling the country that I'm down on my money. I'm poor. Yeah. And if you remember when they were house shopping, they were like, like this one place that was too much for them. He's like, don't worry about it. Like, I got it. It's like kind of like trying to be pimpish. It seems like he does really want to like take care of her. Like, he wants to be like this, like, very traditional. Julia, if he wanted to take care of her, he would probably start by talking to her or caring about her or interacting with her in any way or giving her part of the closet. I know. When they moved into the apartment, he hung up all of his stuff, took all the hangers, took the entire closet, and was like, yeah, you can take the drawers. It's just like. First of all, anyone who's lived with a woman knows they need the closet. Yeah, I'm gonna say she's got dresses. What do he have? Yeah, button-up shirts. Also, yeah. sweaters should not be hung; they lose their shape. You know. Yeah. You also, you, all you wear is a juicy Juice, suit. Does so, not like, need you, the you do not need to hang that up. Great juicy point. suits don't wrinkle. Great, great point. Did um, you ever own a juicy suit during no, that era? No, I never didn't. once. I had like some velour sweatpants that weren't juicy. First of all, they're like from Old Navy. Uh, I never had like a matching top. Do you remember like the when it said "juicy" across the butt? Yeah, and like bedazzled. Yes, J Lo was like the poster child for that. And then, like, or, like other celebrities, like walking through LAX, their UGGs and their juicy suits. That Te- is such a bad look. Such a bad look. That's a, horrible. You know what? It it is hard because it's so uncomfortable. But like when you're, especially if you're famous, traveling in style is a really good move. Like it just like it's just better to travel like in like a presentable outfit, like casual, not like fancy, but like you know, like actually put together an okay. outfit. Uh, if I was a huge celebrity, yes, okay. I would wear one outfit on the plane, stop in the bathroom, mm. change into something else when I, before I went to baggage claim. Interesting. Good move. Right? I support that. I, I think I would have like a standard um, like ankle-length jeans, flats, trench coat look. Jeans aren't great for a long plane ride. I know. I would maybe put on leggings on the flight and go back into jeans exactly. when I landed. That's the point. Yeah. That's the point. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Moving on. Anyway. So Ryan and Jessica, they sit down in front of the laptop for a Skype therapy session. Mm. And I am assuming one of the things- With they, Dr. Pepper. With Dr. Don't forget Pepper. that. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I'm assuming one of the things they were told to do was compliment each other. Come up with three. Oh, this is great. Three things, like three times that you were really nice to each yes. other. And Jessica starts. She's like, "You let me live at your house before we moved in together, and you that was really nice. That. that showed a lot to for me. Thank you very much." And she's like, "And you didn't have to do that." And he just like looks at her and like shakes his head. And he's like, "No, just can't think of it. Don't have anything. He couldn't get to one, let alone three. So like, is- the question is like, say something nice about your wife, and he's like, mm, "Nah." None. Ain't got it. Nothing comes to mind. Ain't got it. That was so mean. Like, what is he doing? He doesn't care. And he don't he, care. And he starts cursing at her. And, like, maybe she doesn't express herself. But, like, if you curse at someone, why would they express themselves? Like, what is in it for them? So then the question becomes, like, look, they're not going to turn this around. 
You know what I mean? Like, they're not, if you fast forward 20 years, they don't have, like, kids and a happy family. Like, this isn't working. Why are they still sticking it out? I think they must get paid per episode. It's the only, or paid for, like, sticking it out. It's the only thing so I can So I brought with. that up. My wife is like, no, they're just staying true to the experiment. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is, Ryan doesn't seem like he gives an ass about the experiment. No. And one of my favorite scenes was, like, Ryan got up with his homeboy JoJo from the old neighborhood. Oh, wait, I love JoJo. I love JoJo, JoJo too. needs his own show. Yeah, JoJo shows up with, like, not a hat backwards, but a hat backwards and slightly to the side. Mm-hmm. And it says, like, what, scrubs on his hat? Scars on his hat Scars. or something? Yeah. Scars. It's just like, and he's got t- Tattoos Heavily all over tatted. his neck. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, so Ryan, what's going on? Tell me about and it. Like, and like Ryan like breaks down his feelings. It's just yeah. like, but like not really. I don't like Ryan. I, he's up really upset that she accused him of stealing. I'm really upset that I ever liked Ryan. I feel so stupid. You totally like Ryan. I did. I really did. And I feel so He's a good looking guy. I get. I think he's a good looking guy. I, I just comparatively. Of the three guys, he's like the best looking. But he's so mean. Like he's a hard, he's so mean to her. It's awful. And like, it is. why does cultivating that mean environment like he still has to live there so what is he Here's doing the thing. so they're obviously gonna break up obviously and then how he can't date anyone that's seen the show no like he can't anyone who's seen the show is like that guy's an asshole he's horrible like you wouldn't want like your friend to even like, be friends with him no he's awful i just can't stand him i don't know why they're, why they're you, i mean like out. look i could make the case like devil's advocate that it's just not a match and he's like it's oil and water like these two don't mix so he's being pushed to these extremes of his actual normal behavior because he does have times where he seems like a nice guy but, like, let's be honest. Like, no matter how bad it is, like, you can coexist with somebody. You treat them like a roommate instead right. of a wife. And, and when you do that, you just, like, treat them like a business you relationship. We live together. Yeah. yeah. And that's that. But instead, he just walks around. He's mean to her. He walks past her and doesn't say a word. It's weird. It's more awkward than just saying hi and bye. Totally. It's way more awkward. It's like... When you're fighting with your roommate, so uncomfortable. And then one of the one of the sexologists was like, and they're still sleeping together in the same bed, shows which shows commitment. commitment to the relationship. It's like he just thinks the couch is uncomfortable. So he doesn't care. They're backs to each other. It's like he totally farts on her and just like definitely. doesn't care. Yeah, she's just like f- it, <laughs> yeah. f- it world. I'm here to stay. Uh, anyway, they're definitely gonna break up. It looks like everyone's kind of moving towards breakup though. I'm. Are you surprised? No, but there. I I feel like because there was one successful one last time, it's hard to like. Expect them all to break and up. And the successful one last time There's was Jamie from The Bachelorette. Yeah, it's like super successful. From, I want to say Ben Flanick's season? Yeah. Yeah, Ben Flanick. She was the awkward kisser. Yeah. The nurse who like had a sad story. Yeah. So Davina and Sean. One thing about this episode, this week everyone had to go shopping for linens. Well, they do it all the same. Like right. they do this like cookie cutter like, thing. I didn't know that was like some kind of like benchmark of like, okay, now we're buying a shower curtain. I guess. But the $83 towel. I know. That was really It looked close. like a nice towel, but girl, $83 for a towel. Davina and Sean. He's the one. He's a... um. EMT the EMT guy from New Jersey, from New Jersey and, and he's terrified of Manhattan. And she's rich from Manhattan. That's yeah. all we know about her. She's in pharmaceutical sales? No, that's yeah. the other person. Yeah, she's in pharmaceutical yeah, sales. She is. How much money is she making? I guess a lot. She seems like she's rich. What am I doing in this room when I could be selling drugs? I don't know. So they haven't had sex yet. And Sean just Let's seems- just, No, you can't gloss over that. They're married. They live They've, together. They live together. No, they're not spending that much time together. They haven't had sex yet? That's Do you a- think they've gotten handsy? No. They, like, they haven't- like, I think like- like they don't really seem like it. Uh-uh. It's kind of weird. It's very it's weird. It's really weird. Yeah. Give it a shot. I know. Sex can do a lot for a relationship. I know. You can move you forward. You can have successful relationships just based on sex right. for like just, six months. Just move it forward that way, you know? It's or like, something that you have in common that you both enjoy. Right. 
right. It's an activity to do together. Exactly. Yeah, you can build your day around it. (laughs) Totally. It's really weird. But he just seems so scared of life. Like he reminds me of like a cat that's like grew up like grew up I I don't know. He just is He is. He's like a scaredy cat. Yeah. There's a word for it. He's not he's not also his t shirt when he went to meet with his cousin. Did you notice that? It was like something I was thinking in my head, like, wow, that's the lamest t shirt I've ever seen. What was Um, it? We'll get to the lamest t-shirt you've ever seen when we talk about Gigi from Shots of oh Sunset's Date. Oh, my God. Which I can't wait to get to in this podcast. So let's move on. Next, he, so so they, they're boring, They're right? boring. They and don't like, have sex. She, he can't live in the city. She can't leave, she can't leave the city. They're yeah, so boring. She whatever. wants to buy an $83 towel. It's not going to work. No. And then we have Ryan and Jacqueline, who are uh, pretty interesting. She's interesting. I feel like she seems comparatively normal. I like her. She's an extrovert. One thing I like about her, she's like her job is to be like a tequila representative or something. Yeah. And she's going to Miami for a conference. Yeah. Talk about turn up. Like it's like the <laughs> it's like the tequila representatives in Miami for a conference. Like, I don't think Ryan. What happens at that hotel bar at oh two in the god. morning? Like oh my it's god, all free liquor. <laughs> yeah, it's a I mess. I don't know if Ryan's turning it up with her though. No, he's not a turn up type of guy. He's a he turn misses, down type of he guy. He misses his mom, who's an Dude. hour away. Dude. He's 28 years old. He's been away with his mom for three weeks. He's lived with his mom his entire life. He's 28 years old. And he's just like... He can't function. That guy. It's really... He's that guy. It's like such a turnoff. But it's it's like just... You do have to mention that he is sort of raising his niece because his sister passed away. But he does say first that he misses his mom. (laughs) It's just pathetic. I'm just going to say it. it. It's pathetic. It is. And again, like, how do you come out of this show and date somebody? I don't know. I don't... You don't or something. He's a slow talker and she's a fast talker. Also, what's his... Oh, he does real estate or what's his job? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But they're having sex. They're having sex at least. Yeah. Well, I, Jacqueline's, and Jacqueline was like very open. She like, haven't had sex in two years. And she's got a very... You know, she's touchy. She's, feeling. Got, an, she's got an appetite. She was making, yeah, she was making. Oh, and that was incredible. And he was like, he like couldn't live up to her sexual. Yeah, appetite. he's like, I don't know if I can. can that uh, was you know. He's like, once a day is fine for me. Who dates Ryan after this? <laughs> no, my thing is, it's like, dude, like, you, you, well, we don't have to get into it, but well, you know, you could after time, you'll, you'll know that'll balance out. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of couples that've been together for like she- 20 years that are having sex four times a, a day, except for Scotty Pippen and his wife, which I learned on the Keeping Up with the Car- Kardashians. Oh yeah, Larsa Pippins. Three times a day for the Pippins. She's a nut. Um, Shout out to the Pippin family. Also, I liked how um, Jacqueline was like, how did my lipstick get on your pants? Like, How really? did it? I don't know. Like, that's not sexy. Was she like, like using making out my pants? Yeah. <laughs> to unzip the zipper? Is that what you're going with? Yeah. That just seems inefficient. Well, like, that's not sexy. Teeth. Yeah, it's not sexy. The zipper tiny. Like, She just said that for the cameras. Like, so obviously it was yeah, said yeah, for the yeah, cameras. Yeah. But it was really, like, and he was so uncomfortable by it. It was yeah. really funny. Do you think he's had sex before this? I don't know. Probably. He lives Probably. with his mom, dude. I don't know. Ryan. It's a house, though. Like, Can we talk about Gigi, dude? Okay, next shot. The only, Shots. only part of the episode that I really watched. I watched a little bit at the beginning, and then I was like, this is boring. And I went straight to her date, per your recommendation. It was the best. So Gigi met this guy named Danny three months ago at a party. Yes. Right? And then they exchanged numbers, and they planned to hang out. Gigi had reservations about hanging out with Danny. Although she thinks he's very handsome. And I thought he was all right. But she thinks he's very handsome. She doesn't want to date him. Why, Juliet? Too nice. Didn't have tattoos. Oh, right. Didn't have tattoos. She only dates guys with tattoos. because She, she thinks says guys... she dates guys for tattoos sometimes. Yes, yes. Which, is, which made perfect sense because ever since I moved to Los Angeles, like, tattoos are a thing out here. Like, like some people have tattoos in New York or whatever, but, like, everybody has a ton of tattoos here. I don't and like it, it makes sense. If there's girls running around the city that only have sex with dudes because they have tattoos, get some tattoos and get laid. Sure. And she thinks Why guys not? without tattoos are square. I guess so. I'm not square. No tattoos. Not square. Um... 
So they went on this date, and it's bowling. What was the activity? Bowling. bowling. What was the first thing she did when she arrived? Asked for the waitress to come over to her. No. she When she was walking the door, she went to the guy, like the greeter guy, when you're like, hey, I need a lane yeah. for two people. Like, I'm a size 11. They're like, she's like, I need a drink. First thing she said. She was and already drunk. What does she drink, Juliet? What was it? Jack oh, yeah. Meat. Jack Meat. That's insane. That's insane. I've never drank that. I've Jack never Neat. ordered that. I'll drink a shot of Jack, but like when you're drinking Jack Neat, it's like a nine pour in a glass. It's warm. It doesn't go down Sounds smooth. Sounds disgusting. That's like for an alcoholic. Not even. Like alcoholics are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's get some ice in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like let's cut this a little bit. All liquor tastes better cold. Like, yeah. Jack Neat is a, it's like a real drink. You know what I mean? And like she's not just drinking Jack Neat for the cameras because she had 17 of them over the course of this date. She drinks like two Jack Neats. He's drinking some sort of like fruity cocktail type mm-hmm. of thing. He shows up. She's already kind of drunk. They bowl a little bit. She's slammered. She was beyond slammered. She was slurring her words. She's out of control. Did we mention her shirt yet? Let's talk about her shirt. She was wearing a long sleeve crop top that said Gold Digger on it. In gold. In it was gold. a black shirt in gold. Bold gold writing cross it. This is Gold Digger. This is her first date with this guy. First date. Like it's not an accident. Like one of my theories is it's called um, Women Have Mirrors. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's one of my theories. It's like you ever see a woman that's got like tons of cleavage? You're like, is that a nipple? You're like, she has a mirror. Yeah. Like, she knows what's going on. You know what I mean? It's just, or you see like a little coin slot on some jeans. Like, that's not an accident. Like, she knows that that's uh, popping also, up. Like, for a first date, you think through your outfit like a lot. Exactly. It's like, like what's you the have a mirror. I'm giving off. And like, I'm, I'm, it's like, I think she's trying to be like playful and jokey or whatever, or, like too cool for school. But yeah, like, it's also like bowling, like casual, relaxed. Yeah, but God. She, I just can't believe how drunk she was. Like, that's not appropriate. Like, I feel like a producer should have intervened or something. She arrived drunk, which is part of it, and then kept drinking. Yes, but she looked good. Like, Gigi's an attractive woman. Yeah. Just like, you know, I, on you the know surface. this is weird, but I actually preferred her hair with the hair extensions. But Really? I've yeah. never, ever felt that in my life. Uh, yeah, I liked her hair better last season. But she's so crazy. Like, she's in, like literally insane. She's insane. The, acti- the activity of bowling is not a good first date. Let me tell you why. Because you're alone. There's only two people. So you're never together. Mm. Once not I'm like done mingling. rolling my ball, you go roll your ball. Can you imagine how awkward it would have been to be at that bowling alley when she's, like, sitting on him? And they're, like, making out. But, like, he's making out with, like, the most obviously drunk girl. Like Imagine what it tastes like. She's had seven neat jacks at this point. <laughs> If Maybe. you're the bartender, he likes that. if you're the bartender, there's no one else at a bowling alley drinking Jack Neats, right? So the bartender, get, like the waitress comes over and she's like, yeah, I'll take, I'll take another Jack Neat. And the bartender's like, you know, this is the sixth one that she's had, right? And she's like, hey, man, like, whatever. Have a good time yeah. slow. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, whatever. And then they make out a little bit. And then as the date's winding down, Joe, please pull up the sound from our friend Gigi, if he's prepared for this. We'll fill until he gets there. But they're like sitting in the bowling thing. They're making out a little bit. It's so wild. Like, I am a hot, drunken mess, but this guy is such a gentleman. He's not taking advantage of the situation. He's being sweet. He's so nice. So nice. I think that you and I should, like, go to bed. You know what? We should just call it a night. What? Like, first of all, she's like, I'm a hot, drunken mess. This guy's so sweet. He's not, not even taking, taking advantage, advantage of, me. of me. How low is the bar, Gigi? Whose bar is lower? Hers for that or me for wanting a washer dryer? I think you, actually. <laughs> but he's not even taking advantage of me? Like, that's know, a positive so personality sad. trait? It's so sad. And she then tells you what she expects from guys. But you could tell just from, like, the light coming in the window and just the overall vibe of the bowling alley that it was, like, 2 p.m. Yeah, it was daytime. And then she's like, should we, like, go to bed? <laughs> 
What, Gigi? <laughs> so embarrassing. If I were her, I would I would like erase my my text conversation with that guy, so I wouldn't have to see his name in my list. Oh, by the way, she mentions in her interview that she blacked out and doesn't remember yeah. the date. So she's like reliving the date while watching the episode. I can't think of anything worse. That's so, so bad. There's nothing worse than that feeling of waking up and being like, "What? I what lost, did I do? Did I, I lost track of a couple hours there. How like, did I who get knows? Home? You check your phone. You're like, "Oh my god, outgoing 911 call at 2 30 a.m. 2 30 p.m. Like, what was that about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Called oh my, my mom. <laughs> what happened? So Called bad. my English teacher from eighth grade. Weird thing about this show, um, it's not available for streaming on Bravo's website. Like they have a lot of other shows, mm. almost all the other shows. Why is that? I don't know. And then it also is available. Like I could, I found the full episode from this week on YouTube. And like usually they take that down really quickly. A Bravo's YouTube channel, or like some no, fan? just some fan. Like someone just uploaded it, and I could watch it. Oh, so good. I just feel like I just feel like Bravo's kind of cutting the cord on this one. And they're just like, okay, you can you can finish out your season, <laughs> like, whatever. And that's it. Yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. care. Pirate away, people. There's a there's a future for Reza. Yeah, definitely. can't you see him showing up on like oh, um, Property Brothers L A or whatever? Sure. Like in the, the L A, what's it? Millionaire, the, million dollar listing L A. Next thing you know, Reza's, Reza's on that. Yeah, or and like, Reza, Reza from Wu Tang like, will also be on that show. <laughs> He'll be Reza. more of a host. Or yeah. like just like selling Reza, like Reza sells a house or whatever. Oh, Reza and Reza would be so good. Talk show. Those would be like my two favorite people in the world yeah, just together. Awesome. Rizza and Reza. I'm on board. That should be a morning drive show. <laughs> that would be great. Okay. On a forthcoming radio station that we take over. Exactly. Cool. Uh, weird watch time. I've got two. You've got two. You want to cool. go first? Remind me. Uh, I'll go first with uh, Funny Girls. So I was going to watch. Yeah. What is this? I haven't even heard of this. So weird. Yeah. I mean, either. And then so- you gave me the one sentence pitch and I love it. Uh, I turned on the TV to watch Southern Charm, and then I just like went to Bravo, and I was like, oh, this is a show I haven't heard of, and it's called Funny Girls. And it turns out it's actually a show... It's on Oxygen, like in some night on primetime, mm-hmm. but they were re-airing it on Bravo, so it must be the same. So that's why I never see any promos for yeah, it, because Bravo is no, they're not shy about no. promoting their own television programs. So it's an Oxygen show, and it's about like six or seven women in LA trying to become stand-up right. stand- comedians. Six or seven women, I'm on board, I love women. They're funny, obviously, I love that. They're like trying to make it, I love that. Like, what could possibly be bad about this? Well... I, I think that there's a kind like the like sort of like comedy scene they're trying to like tap into, but there's kind of a lot of like trying out of jokes that are like the reason they're being tested out is because they're not funny, they're not good material. Ooh. But there's like this one girl on it who is crazy. I can't remember her name, but she's like obsessed with this guy, and she's a, who she his name is like Orson. She like, has like a big crush on him, okay. and so she makes Orson like come with her to like some like empty filming space. It's like completely empty, and she brings like all these different. Costumes. She's doing like an, a, her her SNL reel. She's applying to be on Saturday Night Live, and oh, she's doing like, all these impressions. And so she makes him like film it, and like has him like help her with makeup and stuff. But like for one of them, wait, she, wait, what has him help her with makeup? Like because she does like these. She does like a, she was impersonating some guy. So she like drew on like a oh, mustache, like, like stage makeup. Yeah. yeah. If, like if my wife was like, "Hey, help me out with this makeup," no, no, like, no. what with like her costumes? <laughs> okay. But like it wasn't like cute. Like she was being she was did Lord, and then I can't remember the other two. Oh, Kim Kardashian, and like. Mm one guy and I was like this is not like flattering like maybe it's it's also not funny so Cut it's like to Lauren Michaels pushing play and be like nope <laughs> more popcorn then, please and then she's like so do you have a girlfriend and he's like yes and she was like you do like and just like it starts like it's, crying is it set up is it one of those shows yeah it's like, that's the thing it's like certain shows like like young female comedians trying to make it 
is really interesting to me if it was like sort of documentary ish. What was the LA Food Show that was on Bravo? Oh, I love that yeah, show. We loved it. How do we forget that show? Eat, what was it called? Like eat, eat love, drink, eat, play, drink, love. eat, drink, love. Yeah, I think it's eat, drink, love. Eat, drink, I love that show. Eat, Bring drink, that back. <laughs> it was kind of like that, but with comedy and not as good. Not as well, not as good production value. What happened to Eat, Drink, Love? I think we were the only ones who watched it. Should we get a Kickstarter together or something? I don't know. We need to. We, we need should bring back. that to the Grantland Network. Great They're not idea. doing anything else. Seriously, get at us, woman from Phonuts. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I watched that. Like, it definitely was a good, like, casual morning watch, but I wouldn't recommend it. Here's what happened on Southern Charm. Okay, great. You didn't watch, which is like, it's I just a, can't, I'm just, I can't get into it. It's a hit or miss show. It's not, it's not that great. Let's I be watched, honest. I watched the clip of Craig getting fired, but that was it. Yeah, so he got fired. They went back to that, and then they and then Whitney, Shep, and Craig go to Delaware, which is Craig's hometown. Right. Now we all know Whitney. They're like, oh, the North, Delaware. Yeah, exactly. Winter the Yankees fell. up there. Yeah. Winterfell, Delaware. They're at. I'm not going to go too long on this because, like, you know, it's Southern charm. Sure. They're at Craig's family's home. His brother and sister, I believe, or brother-in-law and sister, are at the dinner table. As are his parents, his mother and father, actual mother and father. Whitney, on the way up there, he's like, look, don't mention my parents, like, what's going on in my life. Like, I want them to think everything's cool, right? At the dinner table, Whitney tells his parents about how much he parties, about losing his job, and about, like, how he's really falling apart. And it's, like, sort of like a mini intervention. Oh at the, you, His father is sitting there, like, eating his little crabs or whatever. No, they had crabs the next night. He's eating his dinner. It's like his father's just speechless. Like, didn't say anything. And, like, they don't say anything. It's the most uncomfortable dinner in the world. It's like, Whitney, you're a guest at these people's home. You know what I mean? Like, this is not your place to do any of this. Like, you think you're helping your friend. You're not at all. You're sort of, like, doing this for yourself, for drama, for a reality TV show. I just wanted to, like, punch my television in the face. It's so ridiculous. So mean. It's and then so the mean. next night, they leave, and Craig has to talk to his parents. It's also just, like, that's not really – is that good TV? Like, was it compelling? No, it was awkward, It sounds man. awkward, yeah. And you can <laughs> tell that Whitney has this vibe. And Shep and Whitney do this thing on the golf course where Shep and Whitney are like, look, we're rich. We're allowed to be f- Ups. You're not Craig, so you got to get it together. Like just that—that that worldview like, is so skewed to me. It makes me hate those two. But so that's much. kind of like what the show is peddling. They like they want that viewpoint to like stand out. It's like this is a show about like rich people with a warped worldview. You know, like they they I like guess. they haven't. I mean, that played is that up basically on, Bravo: rich people with a warped worldview. It's almost like they haven't played that up enough. Like they haven't like got because like. There's, like, you know, a lot of baggage that comes along with that, that kind of, like, southern, like, gentleman or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, it's, like, dangerous. But, like, th- that would make the show more distinct, honestly, if they, like, went harder on that. Because, like, it's just kind of, like, what's why do we care about these people? Like, you haven't convinced me to care. And there's this undertone, which I'm not afraid to say. I don't know this for a fact. But, like, the entire season about, like, Craig's problems and them going out, there's, like, this cocaine undertone. Oh. You know what I mean? Where he said it's one like time. It's like on Jersey Shore when you were like, okay, they're obviously doing drugs. So like, yeah, no one's addressing it. But no it. one says it. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It was just like, and I don't know this for a fact, but one time he mentioned being up for three days. That's three and, days. Yeah. And it's just like. So long. And they're just like, yeah, like you go a little hard, you know? And, and like you could tell that, like, you know, they're concerned about him. But at the same time, they're also like his Coke buddies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Totally. I don't know that for a fact. Totally. But it feels um, like. Speaking of uh, bad influences. Speaking of great transitions. I watched The Real Housewives of New York, as I'm going to every week this season. What a crazy bunch of women. Like, just totally nuts. Sonia, was she always this crazy? Yes, dude. She's dating a 24-year-old. She brought him a to like... A 24-year-old? five years younger than me. If I was oh dating a 24-year-old, you'd be like, Juliet, what are you doing with a 24-year-old? No, I wouldn't. I support that. Um, I think you... No, I, I don't know. I think you would... 
intervene. I support it. Okay. One and of my for, friends is dating a younger man, 25. For, so, for Sonia, too? No, Sonia's a little older than that. <laughs> Sonia's a little old for that. I support this, though, man. Why it's not? just awkward, though. She obviously just brings him around, like, because she can, and, like, for the TV show. And anyway, so there's. Do you know who. Are you familiar with Dorinda? She's a new character. She's the pretty one? No. There's she, that new, like, model one that I love. The yeah, blonde one? I think that's Kristen. Dorinda's also blonde, but you're thinking of Kristen, I think. I like Kristen. Um, Dorinda is legit rich. Like, with these women, you don't always know. But, you never know. But she's legit rich. She was married to someone who died who was, like, very, very, very wealthy. And I think she also is, like, her own successful, like, real estate business. So she held some dinner party or some cocktail hour, and it was all the women came. Although I don't think Bethany came. They were talking a lot of a lot of shit about her. Um, he- there's a Heather Bethany war brewing, and I kind of like it mm. because Heather is like beefing up. I feel like it's good for her. She was yeah, yeah, not yeah. just the shapewear woman, and they both have shapewear lines, so it's like good for them. To Heather's the one that used to work for P Diddy, right? Yeah. Okay. And she goes holla in every one. God, holla. it's the most awkward two syllables like it, in Heather. television. You converted to Judaism. Stop. Cool. I get it. Yeah. Holla. Holla. So annoying. Oh God. She's just like so frustrating. Uh, so um, and no one says holla anymore. Heather does. I know she doesn't. Heather doesn't. And Heather says holla where Ryan wears his uh, his juicy, his juicy suit. suit. They just can't give it up. Yeah. So anyway, the whole thing was just so staged. And so Sonia and Ramona are like in a fight because they won't say hi to each other. I don't even know what it's over. But it's just like the whole thing is so weird. And then Ramona starts doing push-ups on the floor. And <laughs> it's just like they're so they're so kooky and crazy. Male push-ups or knee down push-ups? Male push-ups. Nice. Good yeah, for Ramona. Yeah, shout out to you, Ramona. Ramona's and got a good body. They kind they kind of Luann kind of makes a comment like she's sort of letting herself go because she's uh because in the wake of her divorce with Mario, but it's She's like, you know, but now you're back in the market. Like, you should look good. So, But it's sort of like, Luann, whoa, it's a little yeah, soon. that's a lot to say to Ramona, somebody, too. she didn't say to her face. It oh, okay. Work. I thought no, she was like, hey, girl. It's kind <laughs> of even worse, though. Um, but uh, Ramona's, like, got a lot on her plate. You really feel – it's hard to not feel sorry for her while watching this show. I, I don't know why. I just love – I love these ladies, though. They're so nuts, but I love them. They are. I don't miss Aviva at all. One leg and Aviva. Oh, yeah. She's out. She's out. I mean, she already threw the leg. Like, what else yeah. can she do? I know. There's nowhere to go but down from there. Exactly. Would you want an update on the greatest show on television? Yes, of course. Always. Naked and afraid. Nice. So the people that go on this show have something to prove. They're survivalists, right? Right. And they always this one guy has like learned all of his survival skills from YouTube videos. Okay. But a lot of the time, like they don't care if it's effective or not. They just wanna like show off. Right. So this dude shows up and they're trying to build fire. They can't build fire. It's just like, first of all, bring a flint. Like, you get two <laughs> things. Like, fire is the most important thing Have you, you get. Have you seen Survivor? Have you seen this show? Bring a flint. So then they don't. So they're trying to make fire. He makes this contraption that has rocks and bamboo involved. It doesn't work and it breaks. He tries to get some glass that he found and, like, magnify sunlight to make fire. That doesn't work. He sets a trap for an iguana that's supposed to, like, get this piece of coconut on the end of a stick. And the iguana's walking up the stick. It actually happens. And the iguana looks at the trap and is just like your trap son it just knocks the <laughs> trap out of the way and gets the coconut and then he sets this other trap where this like mammal goes and gets this one thing and triggers this rock to like swing down and that thing swings up and next time you caught it that doesn't work it's just like dude like don't you know what I mean like you're trying to show off and none of this is working like right. he's trying to be MacGyver out there in Survivor but then they had this marathon a couple nights ago that we were watching and there was this one guy on the show from like last season he literally just sat there and did nothing for 21 days and had like one piece of cactus every day. And it's like, that's really surviving. Right. 
You know what I mean? Like, if you actually, the goal is to survive, just sit there. He just sits there in the shade all day. Smart tactic. It's not good TV, but he just sits there. He just I wonder if the there. producers are trying to, like, force him out somehow. Yeah, and he's just like, no, dude, I am I'm haven't eaten yeah, in like 20 days. Yeah, like, conserve your energy, doing stay anything. in the shade. Yeah. Where was he? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, it's not like it was beachy. It was like a oh, dune vibe. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. It's like a swampy Have, dune vibe. I want to say like Mexico, but I'm not being sure. Being a location scout is probably fun for that show. Yeah. Go to cool places. You can listen to a Right Reason special with Dave Story, one of the producers. Yeah. They, they go out and sort of like scout for a while. Check it out. And they're they're close to um, like uh, civilization a lot. You know what I mean? So that's one of their problems is like they don't want like, you know, a cow to walk by. <laughs> It's like, oh, or like someone to drive by on a scooter and be like, what are you guys doing here naked? I went back and watched the swamp one that you talked about a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The so, guy when he caught the, when he had the alligator boomstick? Yeah, it's just wild. You watched the whole episode? Yeah, I did. That guy. I know. It's that amazing. guy, man. Shout out to Ryan from Maine. Also, being in a swampy, like, watery area seems so much worse than a dry place. It's just terrifying. Yeah, so good. I don't like swimming in the ocean where I can't like, stand because I don't know what's underneath yeah. me. Like, in the swamp, I'd be like, something's just going to eat me. An alligator could be coming. Yeah. Oh, in this one from this week, they're sitting. They like they they hadn't found water, and they found like a, a a nice clean like they found dirty water everywhere. This is clean, see through, like beautiful, pristine pool of water. Yeah. And obviously, they've been outside and dirty. So the first thing they do is like jump in. They're like, ah, oh, this feels so good. This feels so good. And they're like, what is that? And they cut to a, a shot of a crocodile. They're like swimming right next to a gigantic eight foot crocodile. Someone's gonna die on this show. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. <laughs> Who would agree to that? But. They never showed a relationship shot of the contestants and the crocodile. Oh, so they might not have actually been close to each other? But that that leads me to believe, do you think they faked the crocodile? Or maybe they just saw it elsewhere, and they're like, let's throw this in for the If vibe. you're the cameraman, and someone's like, what's that over there? You swing the camera to see yeah. what it is. Right. But that's just me being a conspiracy theorist. Well, you're being a, you know, a conscientious producer. I appreciate yeah. it. True to, true to your craft. Yeah. Um, let's do news. As always, shout out to Caitlin Mangum for assembling the these The God, Caitlin Mangum. Um, great news, guys, she says. <laughs> <laughs> great. I'm on board. Positive attitude. Apparently, we are all extremely empathetic. Watching reality TV incre- increases your empathy for others. This is a story from Shape.com. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Next. <laughs> churches are getting in on the reality TV love matching game. It takes a church. will feature members and pastors playing Cupid as they try to find a match for one bachelor. Have you ever seen Pastors of LA? Yes, I have. The I- church game is like a very... Fertile soil for uh, reality television. Doesn't appeal to me. No? No. I just don't like it. Huh. I don't... It's sort of like how I don't like doctors who go on TV. I don't like uh, clergymen. Like, yeah. Like, this should be outside yeah. of that. This is, this is like... If you were serious about it, like, you wouldn't be televising it, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's kind of how I feel about it when you said, like, the L.A. comedy scene. I'm like, people that are really in the L.A. comedy yeah. scene, like, don't want a reality show. Right. They want to, like, be working on be their jobs. Be funny and, and like, yeah. do... Perform their exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, is Prince Farming pulling an Andy Dorfman? Rumors, aka random blogs, are saying that he's become obsessed with fame and is considering staying in LA now that he's done with Dancing with the Stars. First of all, if he does stay in LA, that's probably better for his relationship. Better for his relationship, but I'm saying, like, that, I, I bet there's like women, like the, all 24 of the women are like, whoa, 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 whoa. That I wasn't the deal. LA. Yeah. Like, that wasn't the deal, I know, man. Brit, Brit's like, yeah, she lost her Brit's mind. Like, that was my whole life, like, to be famous and live in LA. And, like, like no. she lost her mind when they went to Arlington. Like, but if it was in yeah. LA, she would have she helped totally. together the whole time. She would have won it. She totally would have won. She must be really fast. Yeah. Um, and lastly, something tells me that love and opera will be decidedly less interesting than love and hip hop. There's a new reality show that's going to be Is out. Charlene involved? 
If she's, I don't think so. She, oh, she's engaged. I was recently really Instagram stalking her as I like to do. Oh, you know, wait a second. Not her, what like path? Not of, her. In how general. do you even get I mean, there? Not her. Specific, I was just like, what's up with Charlene? Like once in a while, I think of someone from reality TV. I'm like, what's up with them? I just go to their Instagram. God, you're the best. Which reminds me, I checked in on Joe and Wee Wee from Dating Naked. Of course you did. I don't think they're still together. Oh man, it's really someone upset. from Dating Naked had a music video that someone tweeted to me. Was it Jenna's boyfriend? Or ex-boyfriend? No, I don't think so. But there's a very important announcement. Very important announcement. Next week. Wednesday, May 13th, we will be recording our annual Bachelorette Bro Bio Breakdown live at El Cid in Silver Lake in Los Angeles. On Sunset. Get there. It's totally free. We're going to do it live on stage. If you come, you will enjoy it. It will be. I think it's going to be really fun. When we did NBA After Dark in New York, it was a great time. So. It is my favorite podcast to record every year, except for the Bachelor Bio Breakdown. I like the Bachelorette one. And I like, understand why. I just I just hope that there's a Ron. Like, remember how excited I was about Ron last year? I do, Juliet. I, I hope there's a Ron. But please come through. If no one shows up, we'll feel really bad about ourselves and start crying yeah so hopefully see you on wednesday and have a great weekend thanks for listening thank you for listening to grantland to hear more grantland shows in your earballs subscribe to grantland sports and grantland pop culture on itunes or go to grantland.com and click on podcasts